Music is like root work. Magic that's pulled up from the soil. It echoes on the stony hills and spins in the tall grass by the sea. It soothes the savage beast and pierces the soul of a man. Music is that old witchcraft. It writes your true name on a scrap of paper and makes you dance undignified like King David. This is the Hoodoo Music Podcast. This is the Hoodoo Music Podcast, episode 11. Guest on this episode is Brother Oliver. It's a three-piece acoustic rock band. I don't even know how to describe your sound. Guys, why don't you just go ahead and describe your sound to me? What would you What would you call it? Well, I, I officially call it a, a folk rock, psych rock blend. Uh, I, I just think of like a, a Wild West film. Tarantino. Uh, like a Tarantino rock style, you know? Like, like Neil Young on steroids. Yeah, like yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to describe it. <laughs> uh, why don't you uh, introduce yourselves for me? Well, um, my name is Andrew. Um, my brother Stephen. Hey. Uh, he, him, and me started the band a couple years ago, and then we brought on Devin Taylor here. He plays the drums for us, and uh, he does a good job too. Hello. But yeah, he's <laughs> been with cool us guy. for about eight months. Hello. Yeah, we're going on a year now. Yeah, going on a year. The band's been around for about three years, but. I was living in Michigan, Andrew was living in South Carolina, and so we finally and reunited probably six months ago. Yeah, so me and Andrew were playing a couple solo shows. Yeah, this band has, like, it's a good story, like, looking back, because, like, we just kept pushing, kept pushing. Um, yeah, Steven was in Michigan for a few years, and we still put out a couple of records. He was traveling back and forth. and Finishing school. He, finish, yeah, finishing he was finishing school. school, and I was playing a lot of solo shows, and cool. then... Yeah, we just kind of, but finally, you know, we're all here now, and it feels really good. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more in depth uh, a little bit later. Um, actually, you know, why don't we jump straight into some music. Uh, this first song, what's it called, and, and is there kind of a story behind it? Uh, it's called Writing on the Wall, um, and it's something, you know, it's actually an older song. Um, it was on our record, Kudzu, and uh, it really, you know, the chorus is there's reasons for the writing on the wall. And it really, to me, it's just, you know, everything does have a reason. And at the time that I wrote it, um, you know, it was almost encouraging, just encouragement just for myself, you know, because, you know, there's been ups and downs and there's, you know, everything usually plays out in a way that, you know, works towards your your vision in a weird way. At least in my experience, everything kind of has fallen into place in a, in a divine way. Um, it's not always easy or convenient, but... Um, you know, there's always reasons for the writing on the wall, I guess, and that's, that's kind of what we touched on with that song. An absolute statement
Earlier, uh, you mentioned that the band was almost kind of a long-distance relationship Mm -hmm. uh, when it started out. Uh, And you guys have... How long have you been making music, you know, you and your brother together? Well, I've been making music uh, since high school. And, you know, I was actually doing a lot of electronic music, kind of hip-hop stuff. Um, Yeah. And Steven, you know, he actually... he, He really was pushing hard to do some kind of acoustic act. Um, I guess like my freshman year of college and okay. got myself a ukulele and was getting with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a fun I, instrument. I played yeah, ukulele. It was, it was my first string instrument, honestly. Nice. Yeah, so yeah, we were playing around with that and like, it was like really soft and, you know, but eventually, you know, I was learning guitar at the time and we started, you know, I started writing more traditional like Americana rock songs and, um, you know, he picked up the mandolin very shortly after that. And we were kind of like a, you know, pretty traditional folk style uh, bands. And that's when Brother Oliver was born. And I mean, I guess a couple of years after that, we kind of got the itch to, to go a little harder with it and kind of move more towards rock. It, it felt a little more fulfilling, I guess. Well, it's an interesting, it's an interesting combination of instruments. I mean, you know, you've got a, a, a drum kit. You're an excellent drummer, by the way, Dan. Oh, thank you. I enjoyed listening <laughs> to you play. And, yes. Um, you know, with with the two of you playing uh, acoustic guitar, Andrew and, and Stephen on the mandolin, but 
working with effects and, and things like that to kind of uh, break the mold for those instruments because those instruments do sort of have uh, a, a a predetermined mold that they fit mm-hmm. into, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, most people think of the mandolin in bluegrass mm-hmm. or, or yeah. you know. Um, but it's interesting. So what, what gave you the idea, the inspiration to kind of move in that direction? Well, it has kind of organically gone there, but for me, I, I really like... Uh, when making art, making music, taking tools and creating something that you might not expect with it. Um, sure. Because it just kind of, when you're breaking that mold right from the get-go, I think it sets you off on a, a good foot to to really do something unique and something that might not have been done to that extent. Yeah. In a saturated, go for it, Devin. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a fresh sound, that's for sure. Like yeah. Around Greenville. And like I've always been like a heavy drummer, and that's one thing I noticed when I, uh, I first played with Andrew is like it was just I was trying to you know like tear apart my drum kit and take things away and just start really simple and that's like it's still kind of heavy you know but I can it's still grooving and you know yeah no for sure it's It's definitely a lot of fun I know that you're a very high energy drummer (laughs) oh yeah I love I freak out (laughs) when we when we get on stage we have acoustic instruments so I I love um, I guess surprising them a little bit with with the high energy and the you know we 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 have some softer songs too you know we're not just like a non-stop uh, roller coaster but um you know it's really fun I I really like where we are sonically right now yeah I mean it it is a surprise too because I mean the first time I saw you I was like oh this another acoustic band in the upstate you know? <laughs> and and then you guys you guys brought it man it was it was uh, it was intense it was impressive so well, in a you. saturated music industry and local scene you know it's i think it's important for bands to try to reach out and do something different just you experimental know? Yeah. yeah yeah and break free from we've, we've done a lot of experimenting some good yeah. and some bad but i mean that's that's making art so for sure um well you had a we had a couple more songs what's this next one uh, this next one is called Where's My Tie? It's something I wrote when I was working six days a week when I first moved down here. I was having trouble sleeping. <laughs> and um, I guess it kind of embodies some of the, the paranoia and the, the, I guess, OCD and all of that That's that crazy. was going on <laughs> during all that. Yeah, anxiety. There's a lot of anxiety in this song, but it's a release for me. It was a, uh, you know, I came to grips with a lot writing this song.
So, you know, I, I figured out why your name is Brother Oliver. It's two brothers with the last name Oliver. You know, it works out. <laughs> it works out. The math is very simple there. <laughs> but uh, how did you guys meet all together? Like, what was, how did the band as it is now kind of form? Well, it's a funny story. Um, I was looking for a drummer at the time. I, the drummer I had, you know, he had to part ways for, for different reasons. And um, I had a, a jam, like an audition set up with, with this guy. And um, when I showed up to the space to, to play with him, he, Devin was, was there <laughs> on the drums. Like, yeah. I didn't know who he was. And the guy I was supposed to be auditioning, he's like, I guess he didn't want to do it. I guess he wanted to play guitar that day. And Devin was like, I'll just play. And it took everything for him to get me out there because it was in Traveler's Rest and I was like not wanting to do it. But <laughs> if I wouldn't have done it, then I'd never been in the band. So, But it kind of just clicked. But There's reasons for the writing on the wall, man. Yeah. Yeah. So like I remember and then he hit me up on Facebook and asked me to uh, like, you know, if I wanted to play a show. And, uh, in two weeks. Yeah. No. And like, no. It was like a week. And, he, and I, he, so he's like, uh, I was like, cool. How many songs are we playing? I figured it'd be like three. He'd be like, oh, we got about eight. And I was like, in a week? Yeah. Sure. Why not? I guess I'll. I guess I'll do it. Yeah. But that was pretty cool. And we played you a good show. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, we got it, it down. Then we played a second show alone. Right, because that was the Mojo show. Right, without Steven. Yeah, Steven was still in school. And I was, I, was I missed real you. Mad. It's okay. Up north, you know, it's not. Yeah, we're just sending Steven pictures. Missing like, out on all the good pictures. You're missing out going to school. It was a good time doing some book learning. But yeah, it's it's worked out. Yeah, I love it, man. It's something like it. it you don't get tired of it, you know. Like well, most things, like I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was just. I love when things happen like that. We're yeah, just, for a reason. It's. I mean, it's it's like fate. Isn't yeah. that what fate is? Yeah, the fact that you were just there ended up being the man for the job. Yeah, and I mean, it's something like, because you get burnt out on a lot of things, you know? And, like, with this band, I know, like, because I've played in bands, and I know with this band, like, I won't be able, it's impossible to get burnt out on it. That's cool. It's too new and too much fun, like, especially, like, creating stuff with these guys. It's it's on a different planet, dude. The needle finds the groove. Right? Yeah, dude, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. um, well, so so what's the what's the songwriting process, the creation process like? You know, among the three of you, everybody's <laughs> pointing at Andrew. <laughs> I mean, I, I I do write most of the songs, but that's I mean, I I don't write their parts, you know. So I bring them a song, and um, you know, I, sometimes it's an incomplete song. So I'll be like, well, you know, I'm working with this. What do you guys think? And then they start playing, and they start you know finding parts, and usually, you know. I mean, almost all the time, it just the parts come together and it comes together fast. So that, yeah. I mean, that that makes me feel good about the band. Just feel like mentally we're all in a good place. Yeah, that we, literally like happened today. Like he was playing a song. He's like, "This is the first song I ever wrote," and I was like, "Well, why haven't I heard this?" And <laughs> I was like, and then we was uh, we were just down here playing it on the couch, and I was like, "Well, let's just go up there and see if we can do it." And it was like perfect, and we really good. we yeah. did the whole song right there. And God, like, it's so nice when like everything just kind of. Fits. Yeah, I almost cried. It was gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Saw a tear in that eye. When Devin cries, you know. Yeah, dude. It's you know thing. it's real. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like I'm one of those single tear guys, you know. Like so, there's still right. one tear. Right. right. <laughs> well, so where does the where do you each I guess each of you this is for everybody where do you kind of draw inspiration from when you're like where, where does your brain go when you're playing when you're jamming and writing new stuff or when you're you know I think the like the best feeling is like when you're just not thinking 
and like when you're just not even there like it's not like you like it's like you don't even know what you're doing kind of zen yeah you're just like completely like out there and lost is like the best yeah dude that's the best feeling getting caught in the energy of the song and really like floating in between the layers like to me that's when i'm honed in it's it's just like i don't know it just feels right yeah you know when i look at andrew and he's doing his like his little his head bob. Face. Yeah, it's like his little mouth open smiling head face, like rocking his head back and forth. That's yeah, always the it, best. Yeah, I usually when it's right, you know, my eyes are shut and yeah. I can kinda I can kinda see everything. Yeah. I can see the music in that moment. It's we have those moments a lot too. It's a great feeling, man. It's a beautiful thing. You're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Not as beautiful as Devin's well, mustache. Like. We Steven, we haven't Thank heard you. a lot from you. I mean, where, where what about you? Where do you kind of What's your philosophy on, on you know, writing new stuff or, or just kind of... For me, honestly, I think that me and Andrew growing up very closely, we were actually homeschooled and we spent a lot of time like together, you know, oftentimes we shared in hobbies. And I think for me, the songwriting process is best when him and me are just playing with our, each other, experimenting with the chords. And we'll sure. oftentimes piece together like some really good stuff um, as a duo and then we'll come through and we'll put the whole band together. And honestly, like... I, I don't know like it's it's just really good when me and Andrew can get together get a song down because we're always together you know he'll come through my house more than I even want him there but he'll, he'll, he'll <laughs> his he'll studio is actually there so like <laughs> yeah. he's oh, I'm coming to work okay, yeah obviously like, my, my house is also I roll his in studio at six in the morning he'll come in and he'll just wake me up but and, the day's half over man it's 7 a.m. Yeah, I'm trying to sleep in he's yeah. like bro what'd like, you party last night yeah bro, <laughs> No, it's it's really good. I don't know. It's I think me and Andrew's relationship um, shows through the band really well, and I think that's really. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. I can I can honestly say like me and my brother are as close as them, you know. And I, I I always said like, dude, I've never met any other brothers like me and you when I'm talking to my brother, you know, until I met these guys, and it's literally <laughs> the same thing. Like just growing up, we were real tight. And sure. Well, I mean, it's it's when you're when you have. I mean, family ends up being on the same wavelength, whether you like to admit it or not. Oh, yeah, man. But, and you see it a lot in bands, too. Like, they, they yeah. click so well because of that. You you end up becoming close friends, and it mm-hmm. becomes it becomes like family. Um, yeah, I'm, like, I'm the same way with my brother. So uh, we have a very similar wavelength about a lot of things. How, 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 what's the age difference? Two I'm, years. I'm two years older. So Steven's... Yeah. A little bit young. I'm the grandpa of the band. I'm 25. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you all, you're all young. Man. I'll be your dad. 21. Hint <laughs> <laughs> said mustache, like yeah. you know. Yeah, Devin got the mustache. He's got recently. the dad stash. He's working it. That yeah, was a uh, by popular vote of the band. Oh, yeah, they told to, me to. And it, was, it's worked out. Now I look at old pictures. And it's like weird where they go to. Yeah, the mustache like was, sweater vest. Yeah, it gives me like plus five like dad agility points. The Argyle like, sweaters. Plus five like breakfast skills, marinating, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> Seasoning. Skills yeah, off the chain. <laughs> <laughs> so earlier when we were just kind of hanging out, you mentioned uh, a weird musical background, like something like not listening to music until you were what, 16. Well, we were raised um, in a, a very conservative Christian household, and and I'm not ungrateful for that, but like we they were pretty strict on us growing up my parents um and it's helped us a lot it's you know a lot of that discipline has really helped me um but we weren't allowed to listen to a lot of music like we weren't allowed to listen to anything with drums uh, that was kind of like the, the the standard so you know 
I grew up basically. Hey, look, the, yeah. I mean, the drums are pounding out the march straight to hell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. I was like, I, I, they told me when Andrew said, like, yeah, I've never really listened to music. Even, although you did get me hooked on Maynard Ferguson. Right, right. It was well, like your trumpet. Andrew was actually, and a tr- he was taking trumpet lessons and he had a amazing fantastic trumpet, trumpet teacher. Oh, dude, I play trumpet too. And oh, cool. Well, and, what, ha- what happened was. Um, can we get you know, a duet going? <laughs> <laughs> Start a ska band. Let's duet, guys. <laughs> what happened was. You know, I, I had a private trumpet instructor when from you know from the age thirteen, you know, onward. Jeff Ayers. Yeah, his name is Jeff Ayers. <laughs> really out. great teacher. Um, taught me a lot. Um, but he would send me home with CDs every week, just kinda listen to, you know, listen to different trumpet players. It was jazz CDs, you know, like Maynard Ferguson, Dizzy Gillespie. Winton Marcellus. Yeah, Winton Marcellus. So mm. classic stuff. Um, and so that was kinda like my first exposure to, you know, music with drums. And so I was like, you know, this sounds amazing. Like I was getting into it. And I started to turn on the radio a little bit and you just listen to music. So I kind of had like a late start with like my listening, you know, so while my sure. friends, my friends were listening to, you know, like top 40 music, I was listening to, to like sixties and seventies jazz. So I don't know how that affected me, but it's, it, it makes you cooler than your friends. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because, like, meanwhile, like, I'm, like, jumping up and down on my bed listening to Enemy of the State by Blink getting my ass beat for saying the F word in my house. <laughs> so, like, that's what really shocked me is, like, I was like, no way, man. And then, like, my dad went and bought me another copy of that album when my mom threw it away, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> well, so, uh, we're, you know, what's what's the songwriting process for you like? Well, usually um, I kind of wait for the right moment. Um, you know, I'll lyrically, you know, I'll have different phrases, different, um, you know, chorus hooks kind of come to my head and I'll write them down. Yeah. What do you kind of draw from? I mean, is it just personal experience, day to day life, or do you do you want more like tell stories or? Um, I'm I'm kind of um, uh, introspective in a way, not not to like sound like bragging or anything, um, but. You know, a lot of times I'm trying to, to bring up like, um, you know, like spiritual thought, like trying to stimulate, sure. break down like worldviews and uh, preconceived kind of thoughts um, and just kind of um, try and bring my listeners into a place where they're, they're thinking in angles they might not have previously thought of. Um, not that, you know, I have like amazing, you know, revelations to share, mm-hmm. but like I like things that kind of go off the beaten path a little bit. Sure. Like take a different look at something from a different angle. You know, maybe it's not always, you know, the way we just assume it to be. And see, that's what's really crazy. Oops, sorry, Steven. But that's what's really crazy is like uh, that he didn't get to listen to that stuff. So he was like, when he comes out with like, when Brother Oliver plays, like he writes the songs, it's like him, you know, there's not a whole lot of influences in there besides like, trumpet players and like other stuff you know what i mean yeah and i got into bands you know shortly after that you know oh, I, was, I didn't know that i was really into uh death cab for cutie i still yeah. am death cab for cutie ben gibbards his i tried to like mimic his voice a lot when i was younger and um you know then i got into you know a lot of other stuff i, I really like the band dawes and kind of the heartfelt songwriting that they bring to the table and i guess you could combine those two and throw in a little old school jazz and then You'll have my influences. This next song, how did it come about? Uh, well, it's called Coffee and a Cigarette, and I actually wrote it in a storage closet when I was in college because it was the only place I could play by myself and get away from everyone. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, the chorus is living off of coffee and dying off a cigarette, and I feel like a lot of mm. us can relate to that. I like that. 
Word. So it's basically life <laughs> and how people get through it. And coughing a cig can be your coughing a cig. You know, it's not necessarily a coffee and a cigarette. But you know, everyone has their own coffee. Oh, I know what you mean. Lost in the silence Chasing a soul Wanders about Hoping to find it Cause I'm feeling next for brother oliver but uh what's next for brother oliver um hopefully good things 
we're, we just recorded a record and uh, what's that called uh the name of the record um if i had to tell you right now it'd probably be self-titled i think it's gonna be self-titled brother oliver but that could change um we're releasing early this summer and um you know we've been working really hard on that uh we're playing a lot of regional dates um up until then and then we're going on tour in august so hopefully good things come it's taken so long. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I, it's really cool though because we don't have to deal with a studio. Like we can just Andrew like good stuff takes time, and we can just do it at our own pace, yeah. and it all's just it just works out. Right. This will be the third full length from Brother Oliver, and I feel like third time's a charm. Um, I've learned a lot from the last two records, and I mean, I feel like I've put my finger on you know really the sound I've that we've been shooting for. Um, and I, I feel like we kind of got it with this third one. Um, you know, whether or not people like it or not, I mean, that's yet to be seen, but I mean, I like it and I think these guys I like, like it. it. <laughs> I that's, like it. That's really important to me. So yeah, I mean, we've taken our time cause you know, I, w- I want it to be right. And that's, that's really important to me. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be out this year and we're really excited to share it. Cool. I'm looking forward to that. And so it'll be out this summer. Yep. Yep. We're releasing a song uh, next month as well. Uh, the first single off the record. Obviously, you got some goals with it. Um, I mean, what do you get out of it? Like, what is it? What? What's the reward for you personally? I mean, I I find incredible fulfillment. Um, just, I mean, I guess writing the songs is really the number you know the number one thing for me. Um, that's very fulfilling when we you know fully flesh something out and and really create something that's that's beautiful to us. Um, but as far as, um, you know, the band moving forward, um, I just, it's, it's a baby, you know, it's our baby and I love to nurse it. I'd like to do this for a living very soon. I've, I've, I've given everything just about for this. I quit my job for it earlier this year and, wow. um, mm-hmm. you know, I eat those cans step. of black beans for dinner. So, <laughs> um, I mean, I enjoy the struggle though, too. It's not a, you know, it's not a sob story. I love it every minute of it. And so, so many yeah. people just wake up, go to work, go to sleep and do it again, which you is know? fine. And we only have a little bit of time on earth. Yeah. yeah. We're yeah. trying to make yeah. a run with it for sure. Especially touring too. I mean, that's, I'm trying to go to Spain, dog. That's going <laughs> <laughs> to be tight. Oh. <laughs> Out on them beaches. The yeah. rain in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but like touring and like, you know, it's kind of like a vacation if you think about it. Sure. Especially when you like, I mean, we work, you know, me and Steven and. Yeah. Andrew works. His I would ass love off to be too, able to quit my like, job you know, coming eighteen. Yeah, but like I mean, it's just just touring is probably the. I mean, and playing shows. I mean, it's it's too much fun. Plus, you usually get free booze most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a perk. Yeah, but I mean, it's 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 always fun, and that's it's you rarely. I've like known this just from playing for so many years. It's like it's hard to find people you connect with, like on a musical level, you know. Yeah. And you like, and it's just. Happen to find these two dudes. Yeah, we don't have to bite our tongue. Two very Yankees, often. dude. Yeah, yeah, these two Yankees. <laughs> Devin's our southern boy. Damn Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good old southern boy. <laughs> Papa D. <laughs> Papa D in the house. Put in the <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll stop. <laughs> We're having a good time. So the the last song, Cigarette and Coffee, we did a video for that. We did a video for this one as well. Um, what's this one called? You know, uh, if, again, looking for a story behind it. If you've got one or, you know, where do you go? Well, this song is called prime lighting and, uh, it's a little bit darker, I guess, compared to some of our other songs. Um, I think it is probably 
one, it's probably our favorite one to play. It's if, a lot of fun, dude. It's super yeah, fun. it's really fast. Um, the kind of catch line in it is um, there's ash and there's sackcloth at the foot of the shrine, but the camera was, was ready and the lighting was prime. So basically, the image in my head writing it, you know, there's, you know, ash and sackcloth was something in the Bible that people would, would use when they were mourning in despair. They'd rub the ash on their skin and wear sackcloth. And so I really just had this vision, like there's ash and sackcloth at the foot of this, this shrine, and, but nobody cares because like the lighting was prime, the production was going. It kind of just a shot at the mainstream and mainstream politics um, a little bit, just how flashy things are and how much you know, goes into productions, but yet there's still just so much suffering and there's so many people that are neglected. So I guess it's a little political. Yeah, um, maybe cultural overall, it seems. Mm-hmm, yeah, and it, it also goes into entertainment and what we're doing as well. Like, you know, we're struggling. A lot of a lot of artists are hurting, um, and, but they're the ones putting themselves out there, uh, you know, in front of the, the flashing lights. And a lot of times it's not what it seems. It takes it takes a lot to, to, to share this kind of stuff. And um, I guess it's just from that whole perspective of the other side of things. It's a lot of fun to play. <laughs> I, think, I think I said that twice now but like, well, yeah, It's a lot of fun to play <laughs> It is fun to play Now I like to close my eyes sometimes And think like we're in a bank robbery or something like that That's what I like about the song Just close your eyes when you're listening to it And pretend you're like driving away with a bunch of money And there's a bunch of cops behind you Hell that, yeah That definitely works One, two, three, four <laughs>
I really enjoyed having you guys on the show. Thanks so much for coming out. Or, yeah, man. Thanks for having, having me out. Thanks, yeah, we appreciate you coming well, out. It was the other way around. I came out to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told him, like, I was like, man, we should buy steaks and cook them, but he told me no. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> He's so strict, I swear. I can't have any fun. Where's the metronome at? Yeah, exactly. It's exactly what happens. <laughs> Thanks for having us, Mark. That yeah, was it was a good time. Yeah. Fun. Cool guy. No, I really enjoyed Always it, man, and I really appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to the things that are coming out from you guys because you, you're talented, and and you've got some determination, which I admire and respect greatly. And so I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to the stuff you got coming out this summer. Well, thank you. Appreciate the kind words. Thank you. So, do you guys have any shows coming up? Um, what's on What's on the calendar? Yeah, we're playing uh, at the Spinning Jenny in Greer on February 24th. It's a Friday for anyone okay. in the upstate. And we also are playing in Atlanta at Smith's Old Bar on March 2nd. Oh, nice. Getting out of town a little bit. Yeah, and we're also playing uh, March 3rd uh, at Pablo in Clemson. So Sweet. If, if you're in the area, we'd love to, to meet you and come hang out with you. And it's going to be fun. <laughs> where can people find you online? Uh, you know, talking like where can people stream your music, uh, social media, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, everything's kind of hubbed at brotheroliver.com. Uh, on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash brotheroliver.music. And um, our records are, you know, on most places, you know, iTunes, Spotify, um, all the major ones, you can find them. Sweet. And, uh, yeah, we got new music coming out in the very near future as well. So keep an eye out for that. Well, to all the listeners of this show, make sure you check out Brother Oliver everywhere you can find him. Uh, again, we'll iTunes, Spotify, they'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> um, this show is, of course, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and, and all the podcast platforms you can find us. You can also just go to, go to bit.ly slash podcast. That's where you can find links to all the social media, uh, the streaming links, even even uh, RSS links if you, if you can't find it. You can also find the videos from these episodes at bit.ly slash tube, like YouTube, but with... A little bit more hoodoo. Hoodoo. <laughs> 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 of course, you can also follow this show on Facebook, like the page, share the posts with your friends, and you can follow me on Twitter at Mark Jones Audio. Until next time, thank you so much for listening to the Hoodoo Music Podcast. Lay down hoodoo music all along.